and welcome to another episode of the Transfix Take Podcast, where we are performance-driven. It's the week of April 19th, and we are bringing you news, insights, and trends from shippers and carriers from our market expert, Justin Mays. Mays, after a great weekend, it's always great to be with you. How's it going? Hey, Jenny. Great to be back with you again this week to talk more freight. After this beautiful weekend, we witnessed in both Atlanta and New York City. So after hearing the Transfix take on the state of freight with Paul Pajemski, I'm curious to know, are we in a bullish or bearish market for carriers, Maze? The bear market continues for carriers. And to be quite honest, Jenny, there's no clear signs of this stopping anytime soon, especially when you click into volumes and find that we were right around the 2019 levels, but with a lot more capacity in the market. Now that is fair. Of course, we are waiting for those volumes to ramp up any moment now, but what did we see last week as some notables, Maze? This past week, we saw the average rate per mile line haul drop farther and ended Friday at $1.58 per mile. That's as tender rejections continue to show resilience through shipper routing guides. And tender rejections continue to be under 3% for dry van and even under 3.5% on the reefer freight. Well, something to consider as well is that spring weather can be rather unpredictable. I mean, take it from me, this past weekend felt like it was summer, right, Mays? Exactly, Jenny. This past weekend, most of the country was enjoying summer temperatures, but it is now quickly turning into a potential threat to capacity and limited markets throughout Wisconsin and Michigan. Though I do not believe this is going to bring a noticeable change in capacity in these markets as the Midwest continues to loosen as a whole. So if I'm reading between the lines here, Maze, what I'm hearing is there aren't going to be many changes to the market anytime soon. Is that right? That's right, Jenny. I don't think there's going to be any change in overall capacity and market conditions anytime soon. But as contract rates continue to decline, we will see the spread between contract and spot close in, which in return will bring the spot rates to a bottoming where they stay stagnant and you'll see those seasonality trends lane by lane with some increasing and some declining. But I do believe we are getting closer to the bottoming, but it's not like there's a great upside coming for carriers necessarily. We're mainly gonna remain pretty stagnant through the rest of this year, unless something significant happens with imports or inventory levels or even wide-scale weather events. But at the end of the day, Jenny, for the remainder of this year, we are probably gonna be facing pretty loose capacity throughout the country. Oh, but hold on, Maze. What about produce season? Where are we at with that? I mean, we're still at the beginning. That's right, Jenny. Produce season was one opportunity that carriers were looking forward to to bring some volatility into the spot market. But to be quite honest, as we continue to speak on this topic week after week, we see pockets of tightness through the Mexico and US border and parts of Southern Florida, but nothing that clearly shouts out at us that we're gonna have a strong produce season to bring volatility. In fact, this week we were getting more mixed messages in both the South and Southeast, which we'll jump into in the regional breakdown. Well, now that you mentioned it, let's get right into the regional breakdown maze. Where are we starting this week? Jenny, we're gonna start up in the Northeast. I know you guys enjoyed beautiful weather this weekend. And for the freight markets, we've continued to see spot rates on a decline over the past week. Now, there is not one single market in the Northeast that saw rates remain flat or rise throughout the entire region. This is as the Northeast continues to loosen going into the warmer months. Now, jumping over to the Midwest, it's a similar story. Warmer weather usually brings looser capacity in the beginning of spring. Most notably, longer hauls and cross-country hauls are seeing larger declines 
heading back to the West Coast. Now, this has been a lane that we've continued to call out to be cautious of as rates were going up, and it was difficult to find capacity heading back to the West Coast. But when we jump to the West Coast, we'll dive a little bit into why we're seeing this happen. But as I said earlier, the Midwest may experience some pockets of tightening due to weather, but nothing too alarming for anyone to worry about. All right, now why don't we head on down to the coastal region? It's another region that saw every market witness declines last week. Okay, not much to report there, but I know we want to get really into the southeast region where there are apparently a lot of different variables that we need to get into. This is where we start seeing those mixed messages about produce again. Now, most of the markets here also saw decreases, especially along the Bible Belt of Mississippi and Alabama and most of Georgia. Nashville luckily saw pretty modest declines week over week after seeing rates jump up the week prior to last week. But going down to Florida, we continue to see tightening capacity, actually pushing rates outbound Florida up. More specifically, we are seeing tightening within Florida the greatest. This is the local lane. So anything 100 miles or less is seeing the most pressure for rates right now. Okay, certainly a market we're gonna keep a close eye on over the next week or so, but I know we wanna broaden out into the full Southern region, and uh, obviously since that was one that you called out for produce season. Now, Texas does make up most of the South, and when we dive into what we're seeing in Texas, the markets along the Mexico-US border are starting to see some pretty significant loosening. These markets are seeing rates decrease anywhere from one and a half to almost 4% just over the last week. And even when we go to the larger markets by volume like Dallas and Houston, we are still seeing loosening week over week. Now there are pockets of tightening like Armorilla, Texas and different areas in Oklahoma, but overall the South is seeing loosening capacity in favor of shippers. And why don't we close out with the final region, the West Coast. Save the West for last because we are seeing some that do have a cause and effect for other regions. And the most noticeable one is freight heading back into the West Coast from the Midwest, the Northeast, the coastal region, and Southeast are seeing rates decline. Now these lanes were region to region lanes that I continue to call out that carriers are probably not gonna be taking due to the outbound rates on the West Coast and shippers would have trouble covering them. Well, over the last seven to 10 days, we've seen this trend change. Rates going back to the West Coast from these regions especially California, are starting to see decreases and an easing of capacity. Now, there's always that reason with supply and demand, and that's because outbound rates out of a lot of the West, and when I say West, Jenny, I do primarily mean California, but we are seeing rates rise, leaving specifically Southern California, parts of the Denver, Colorado market, and Northern California leaking over to Washington and Oregon. Now, this is surprising because the West Coast has seen the most loosening over the past six months. But have we started to reach our bottoming of rate declines out of the West Coast? I'm really hoping so at this point, but what do you think, Mays? I don't think so just yet, but it is important to call out that volumes out of Southern California, which is known as the huge freight mecca, have been significantly declining year over year. But over the past seven days, we've actually seen increased volume out of Southern California and tenure rejections slightly clip upward. 
Now, this is probably leading to those slightly higher rates, nothing dramatic. I don't want people to think that California is heating up and becoming the Gold Coast again. It's not significant, but it's always important to keep an eye on what's happening in Southern California as it does change the dynamics in other regions. And one of the biggest factors that we have to note here is the fact that we've gotten a significant decrease in imports on the West Coast because of reshuffling over to the East Coast imports. Um, so I guess that what that's telling us is there really hasn't been much that's changed or will change. That's right, Jenny. I don't foresee much changing through the month of April. I don't think that we're going to see a strong produce season. We will still see the trends that we would normally see in outbound markets or you know freight going into those produce stricken markets but overall april is going to continue to be a month heavily in the shippers favor now it'll be interesting to see where the spot the contract rate spread comes in at going into may and as always we're going to continue to keep an eye on imports on the west coast and east coast as those are drivers for over the road freight all eyes are on imports, of course. We'll get into that on a deeper level next week, as well as what's going on in the state of rail freight. Until then, we will see you next week with an all-new episode of the Transfix Take podcast. Drive safely. All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of Transfix, Inc., or any parent companies or affiliates or the companies with which the participants are affiliated and may have been previously disseminated by them. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are based upon information considered reliable, but neither Transfix Inc. nor its affiliates nor the companies with which the participants are affiliated warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. All views and opinions are subject to change. Mm -hmm.